What's going on, everybody? My name's Nick, and I wanted to welcome you guys back to another episode of Grinicide's Globe. Before I get into anything, I just want to thank you guys for all the support recently on all social medias, and even the support of some of my other clients, you know, when I tweet out their work, and you guys will, you know, give it a look and give me some feedback on it, or, you know, just anything of that nature. I really do appreciate it, and I just wanted to touch upon that before I got into my main topic for today's episode. All right, so today, a topic that's been pretty relevant in my everyday life, I suppose, very recently, has been a little bit more of creative block. And I want to talk about how, you know, to get around these kind of things, how to get around creative block, how to get around um, a lack of motivation to, you know, just start up a new project because it can get like that at times, you know, especially when you haven't done something in a while, you may be a little bit hesitant to to start it just because you kind of you know, lost the the swiftness and the ease that you used to have when beginning projects. So yeah, I just want to talk about that and, you know, things that I've learned and ways that I kind of go about just jumping into projects, especially when there's, you know, a lack of creativity or motivation. So for me, I wouldn't say it's always a lack of motivation. I just think that my motivation is also backed a little bit by momentum. So, you know, as I said before, when I'm doing the same thing or same kinds of uh, projects or videos or anything, you know, pretty frequently, it's definitely real easy for me to just begin again and, you know, start right away because my mind's already in that flow and in that uh, mindset to create, you know, whatever kind of project it is that I'm supposed to do. But I think the way that getting around any real creative block, uh, there's, there's a few ways to do this. I mean, I think for one, you just, you shouldn't overthink it and you shouldn't stress yourself out. I think it's good to, you know, sometimes give yourself time to, you know, sit back and just kind of get away from everything and just be distracted by other things and just kind of have fun and, you know, let it come back to you naturally. I mean, that's always one way to do it, but I do believe there's other ways such as, you know, looking at things for motivation, looking at similar types of work that other people have done, um, just to try to see if you could even spark the tiniest idea to build off of. Um, but always just staying positive throughout. I think that's something I've really learned. Uh, it's it's all about the mindset. And I would have a, a tough time with this where if I was, you know, hitting a block, I would find myself kind of getting a little frustrated at myself and would get a little down and be like, man, you know, I just kind of lost my touch. And you know, what am I doing? I'm just wasting my time. And, you know, it's easy to, to, to get down and be tough on yourself with these things. But I think the realization that you are a little too tough on yourself or, you know, that just take a step back and, you know, it's not that big of a deal. You'll figure it out. It'll be okay is a huge realization to make. And I think it's definitely crucial to, you know, just challenge all of your negative thoughts and, you know, just really try to focus and hone in the positive ones because it'll keep you motivated and it'll also help that inspiration and creativity just, you know, come to life. So another one is something that I really don't think I would ever have said, but recently, I mean, I feel like it's become a little more important to me, but I think like journaling and um, just, you know, kind of keeping a daily or 
you know, a routinely updated log of, you know, how you're feeling and all of these things and what you're thinking about and ideas is a really good way to, you know, not inspire creativity in the moment, but, you know, if there's an idea you have a few weeks ago, but there's no real project to apply it to, weeks later when you need something to kind of spark some ideas, you could always just go back and read things that you've previously thought about doing and, you know, because we, we all think of things in the moment and then we wish like, ah, I really wish I wrote it down. I wish I started. I wish I did that project in the moment. But, um, you know, by just keeping these ideas written down and logged somewhere, they're there forever for us. And, you know, they're really easy to refer back to. And I think that keeping a journal or a log on ideas and, you know, what we're thinking about on a routine basis is very healthy. And even if it's not about uh, just creative ideas and, you know, for other aspects of your life of just how you're feeling and what you're going through and, you know, just random thoughts you have and whatnot. I think it's good for us in all aspects, but, you know, it definitely can apply here when it comes to creative um, mindset and thoughts and, you know, trying to take advantage of when we have those good thoughts by writing them down so they can be, you know, brought to fruition or brought to life later on when we're actually in the position where we need to take those creative ideas and, you know, do something with them. The next two ways to, you know, stay motivated or to get creative motivation are some pretty big ones that I've, again, been really working with lately and I've started really, you know, using them a lot more. And I never really thought that I would do one of these. And I'm just going to start with that one first. And I would say that's mood boarding or just um, kind of creating like mood boards before beginning projects. Uh, and that's more when it comes to like design stuff and less like editing work. So if I was to create, um, you know, whether it's like a photography styled project or, you know, something that's kind of like an advertisement based project or something that, you know, is supposed to elicit a kind of feel or vibe, you know, it's good to kind of put that vibe or that, you know, mood into a few words, a few terms, and to just kind of browse for like images or textures or something that'll kind of give you a perfect idea of exactly what you want. And, you know, just meshing all of these things together into, you know, some kind of composition or you know, they don't even really have to be neatly laid out or anything at all. But, you know, I think that it could really help depending on the field of, um, of art or design you're in. I think mood boards could definitely be a viable option and they could definitely help. And another one that I would say is big is to just kind of seek input from other people. I feel like at first I was very, you know, closed off with my work before it was done. And I would kind of just do my own thing and not reach out to others. But over time, I've kind of gotten to meet people that I really do trust their opinion and and people that I admire their talent. And I'll just ask them, like, you know, what would you do here? Um, just simple things like that. Like, is there anything I should change? Um, what don't you like? What do you like? And, you know, if you could find people that are willing to give you feedback and that are willing to take the time to really, you know, help you better yourself and better your work, then, you know, definitely take advantage of it and, you know, just see if they're able to give it a look and just to give you some feedback because it definitely 
is better to have, you know, a few minds, a few set of eyes look at something before, you know, exporting it or getting it out there or posting it wherever. Um, it could definitely just, you know, help because we do tend to overlook certain things in our own work or we'll just kind of, you know, need to hear it from someone else that something needs to be changed and they could even help us fix something or change something in a way that we never even thought of. So I think that getting input from others is a really big thing. The absolute last thing that I would talk about when it comes to how to avoid a creative block or a lack of motivation or whatever it is, is to kind of look past the the surface problem. And, you know, that's obviously not being able to think of an idea for whatever you need to do or not really feeling motivation to do what you're uh, supposed to do or the task ahead of you. And I think you just got to look deeper than that. You got to assess yourself wholly, try to, you know, address like the root problem of what's really blocking you or of like, you know, what's bothering you or, you know, anything like that. And yeah, just, you know, really look at yourself as a whole and look how you're feeling as a whole. And, you know, don't just look at the creative part of yourself. Uh, There's a lot more to it. And yeah. Now, before the end of this episode, I just wanted to take the time to give a shout out to 137PM, 137Don, and, you know, of course, Gary V and VaynerMedia. But, you know, the people that are really deserving of the shout out here is definitely 137PM and the whole team there. I really respect what they're doing. And I really, you know, am, am glad that there's a source such as them that are taking the time to give creatives in, you know, the gaming and esports industry the time of day. You know, even a few friends of mine have had the chance to, you know, get on the podcast and, you know, be interviewed and have articles written about them on the website. And, you know, these are articles that have gotten attention and, you know, they've been tweeted out by Gary V and, you know, been retweeted and whatnot. And, you know, they've gotten a lot of traction. And I think it's definitely very, you know, important that, the creatives and the people, you know, behind the scenes are put into the spotlight sometimes because, you know, now with everything kind of being handled by people behind the scenes for these big figures, like, you know, example, such as, you know, like a Pazzo, who is a friend of mine who is the editor for Booga and Clicks and, you know, the CEO of Motional. And, you know, he's the, basically the man that's editing many videos that are being seen by millions of people And, you know, it's sometimes very easy for that to get kind of, you know, just really forgotten about and just lost and not paid too much attention to. Um, But I think that 137PM putting a spotlight on these people that are, you know, putting in so many hours and, you know, working hard is really important. And it does nothing but just give all creatives and you know, social media managers and people that are working behind the scenes in esports, extra motivation going forward because, you know, now there is at least a source or, you know, some audience that is looking for that content and is, you know, interested to hear from the people that are behind the scenes and, you know, they'll no longer be forgotten about. So I thought that was really important to address. Um, It's 1.37 p.m., on Twitter, if you want to check them out, they have their whole website, and I'm sure they're starting up like it's, I think it's 137GG or 137PMGG, and they're starting up like a whole like esports update um, 
type of thing as well. But as of now, their 137 p.m. site and content has been really around just creatives and interviewing them and talking to them and just things like that. So I've been looking at that content a lot recently and just thought it was pretty cool and figured I'd mention it before the end of the podcast. But with that said, I'll see y'all later in the next one. Thanks.